Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we're covering the broken no sex rule. Woohoo! The impact of Sean Lowe. Oh. And some American batch faves in Canada. Whoa, hey, and this is episode 258. Let's go. <laughs> you like how I switched that A? Yeah, get it. Hey. <laughs> 250. Don't you know? Hey, don't you know? Um, yeah, guys, welcome to the show. Shout out to uh, everybody that's uh, in the building right now listening, whether it's day or night. Um, or somewhere in between. Uh, shout out to our new listeners. If you are new, welcome to the family. And if you're geriatric, we love you. <laughs> shout out to all our, you know, not so younger people out there. Woo! <laughs> I'm included in that these days. My foot hurts. Um, oh my God. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, guys, <laughs> welcome to the show, Future Bachelor. You know what it is. Um, before we get talking about this week's episode of The Bachelor, V, I want to know how how you doing? What's been going on with you? Yeah. Um, this past week, I I tried to lay low because I knew I just feel like this spring is gonna kick my ass. But mm-hmm. um, I did have a friend of the show, Taylor Marie's bridal shower over the weekend. Um, which was beautiful. Her mom's friends were the hosts and they did an amazing job, you know, setting up all of this adorable food and like a little champagne bar. And like, you know, we got to do the oohs and ahs over her gifts and things like that. So um, it was a, it was a good time being able to, you know, see some of the women that are bridesmaids and some of her family and everything like that. Um, and then uh, I actually, Hung out with your girlfriend, Sam. What? <laughs> after Yo! that. Oh, round of applause. <laughs> um, and we went to, with my boyfriend, we went to um, the Decatur International Festival, got some bubble tea, walked around, um, got some ice cream, had a good time. Um, and then I got to go finally meet um, our friend David's newest child jones up in roswell this weekend i got to hang out with um the pate family so that was a lot of fun him djing or producing beats and stuff that was yeah yeah that's yeah walker was doing that it was amazing um yeah that was cute um what was i gonna say uh you know I really wanted to go meet up with you guys, but I already had like plans to. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. The timing of your plans didn't make any sense with how the day, in my mind, I thought was going. But it's yeah, okay. I mean, it, it was. We ended up getting like dinner and stuff. We went to this place um, called Emmy's that has like delicious pizza. You've it's, never been to Emmy Squared? No, no, that's that's. Oh, uh, bro, I love Emmy Squared. Oh my god, yeah, no, it was awesome. Um, that was right by the theater, so we en- we went from there to. Um, that might be my new routine though, like getting pizza from that place and then going to see a movie. We stopped yeah. by Kroger and got our candy. Um, yeah. and then because we that Kroger's right there too. Yeah, exactly. And then we went to go see Scream Six, which was awesome. I loved it. 
Um, watching movies with Ray is awesome too, because we just start, you know, movie buddies, you know, it's just yeah. really fun to go see it with someone. Well, you know, it's just funny too. Like we go to see these like Marvel movies together. We go see these screen movies together. We go see the, we're going to go see John wick, the new John wick this weekend together and stuff. And it's just really cool Keanu to have Reeves. these movies that keep coming out that we can see together. It's just like good bond. Yeah. You guys love, you love a franchise. Yeah. We love a good <laughs> universe, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, but scream six, I really liked it. Um, the ending is a little, I don't know, but like overall the movie is great. I don't think there's one bad scream movie. So, um, definitely recommend it. Um, that's a little bit of what I've been watching, um, ahead of, um, later on in the show, but, uh, you know, and then, uh, uh on Sunday we ended up shooting a, a scene like right outside my apartment, like a restaurant scene. Uh, and what we're doing is creating like these like really short scenes, like one or two pages where we can all kind of film it. Like where there's like six or seven of us in a group and we can rotate casts in these scenes, but we all film them and we put them in our demo reels and stuff. That's cool. So, um, it was a really fun, it was kind of cold out, but, uh, yeah, it's gotten chilly. It's the, it was the first day of spring and I feel like it was all like, we're going to give you a taste of winter again. Yeah. So. I mean, I wish it was a little warmer, but we got it done. So that was fun. Um, but enough of all that, why don't we get into, we got a lot to get into this week, you know, so why don't we do what we do around here? It's that time to talk about The Bachelor on our show! <laughs> yes, but before we get talking about The Bachelor, YouTube, I'm gonna need you to go ahead and subscribe, smash that thumbs up button, and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new Bachelor content, just like this. And if you just did... Oh man, I just, what? Huge shout out to you. <laughs> Air horns for you. Oh man, you too. Oh, I just God. love you. Um, especially you if you just hit that subscribe button. But this is the point. Where, yeah, we got a shout out to our comment crew. Um, you know, people that are leaving comments on these videos from last week, you get a comment uh, in there, you get a shout out this week. So, um, of course, our Nancy Drew crew, we got Catherine Ann, Chelsea Allen, Kathleen Kent, and Marion SP. Marty, oh, where full force. Yeah, yeah, the full force. But where's Marty? I, I don't know where she's at this week. She gets a little late know. in the Call comments. your mom up. Let her know. <laughs> I know. She, she, she's busy with my, my nephew or something. But um, we got Beth Wenger in the building again, which she, you know, clarified her name and i feel like i'm saying it like you know she gave me two ways not to say it so uh stay away from those i think we're doing good so welcome back beth that's awesome uh thank you for being in the comments crystal baker's in the comments you know what crystal baker what's up uh and linky boy like you know mr boy's in the building that's so cool you know i wonder i, I want to sing like that to the tune of paper boy like linky boy linky boy like <laughs> that, linky, that linky boy i really wonder like you know where the origin of boy what like area of the world it comes from in linky um but linky boy i'm just joking i know that's probably not their real name but uh linky boy shout out to you um you know i hope you guys stay in the comments section let other people know it's cool it's a whole community down there so um and then on top of that you know i just realized that on youtube you 
you guys just really get, and which is fine. That's why we do it. We cut out the bachelor portion of our podcast to put on YouTube. But um, I really want to encourage you guys, if you're like getting to know us and you're like, I could listen to more of these guys, go find us in our podcast available everywhere. Um, there's a full episode like around this bachelor segment. This is just one part of our show. So if you uh, haven't discovered us like on actual podcasts anywhere, you get to hear about what we did in the last week. You get to hear about other pop culture news after this. You get to hear about what we're watching, what we're listening to, and what we might be doing this coming weekend. So you just kind of stay involved with our lives. And um, yeah. and then we have more to talk about in the comments section. So, right. um, yeah, enough. Of, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think we're pretty cool, right, V? I would hope so. Yeah, I mean, at least you are. So, um, no, you know, I think uh, I think we got good things going on over here. So shout out to everybody. Um, well, with that all out of the way, V, why don't we talk about week nine, sex week, fantasy sex suite week. week. Where do we start with all this craziness? Because I got a lot of thoughts to get off my chest, you know. So we're in Thailand. Mm. Um, looks gorgeous. They seem to be staying at this gorgeous resort we start once again with some montages of the remaining ladies mm. kind of like going through where they're at in the journey the main takeaway i got from this was that gabby was really looking forward to using this week to talk about and express her feelings about how she is falling in love um and then i feel like both katie and uh ariel's montages were pretty self-explanatory mm-hmm. um zach we get we get some Zach time and Zach goes and talks to, you know, his his bestie, Jesse. Well, one of his besties, you know, his his bro, Jesse, and gets into you could tell he is so scarred from his fantasy suite experience. And this is like a common theme throughout each of his interactions this week that he is going into this so calculated because as we discussed last week. He's very much so by the book. He's trying to do everything right so that things could be done the best way possible. And even the way he's talking about it, he's like, I can't wait to get down on one knee. Like to me, that sounds like somebody who's looking to check a box. That's not like I can't wait to, you know, conclude, like find the love of my life. That's saying I'm, I can't wait to propose. But to who? Yeah. Like. Yeah. And, you know, like just like hearing it say it out loud, like he does call it sex week multiple times. So like it's not just one time, but, um, you know, he's like shooting himself in the foot right off the bat, you know, off the bat. I mean, I don't know if I can get to my thoughts like right now on the whole thing until we get to the end of this like episode. But, you know, to set expectations or not to set expectations is setting expectations. I feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, kind of when you say it out loud and declare it like that. By him declaring that he wants to take it off the table inherently makes it all about sex still. I think that's what he... And all about him. All about him. All about him. All about what he's... His trauma... And we learned that he didn't even have sex with Rachel. Mm. So that I don't even think is a contributing factor. I don't. We still don't know what happened in this fantasy suite with him and Rachel that got him so in his head. But even Jesse is kind of like... Are you sure you want to do this? And he says that, you know, based on his talks, Zach says, based on his talks with Sean Lowe, this is what he wants to do. And I know Sean Lowe is kind of of the purity culture vibe. So I wonder how much that had to do with Sean Lowe's advice. I don't think that's something Zach 
You yeah, know, and I honestly think he just like he kind of threw Sean Lowe under the bus there, like you know, right. like like a cop out. Like he always has like a an scapegoat goat for all his. He's decisions. like, well, based on Sean Lowe's formula, because I'm following a formula for this. Like this is what we're gonna do, and so he says that Jesse's all like, we'll have to see. Like you can tell Jesse is like Jesse's like, good luck, brother. Like there's <laughs> no way. Like all right. Yeah, because but, like you know, like I mean, I think it could be said that like. Oh, I, I, this is becoming a, a thing where like, if you have sex, you feel bad. Like you should just have sex with all of them or something. I don't know. Or because just do it if it feels right, right. for the relationship. Yeah, I think because, because, you know, the problem is like, it just, I mean, I think she dodged a bullet with it with, where Ariel, but like, as we get, we'll get into, but you know, just to like say it once and then do it. And then it's like, now you're not going to do it like and just bringing it all out. Oh, man, it's such a mess. But let's just talk about it. Let's get into it. Yeah. Let's, let's get into it. We get another long shower scene from him about the sex week. And I think that's ironic. But we get our first date. Yeah. And it's with Ariel, the sex pot of this show, the sexy icon of the show, our queen, Ariel. Yeah, I think she is one of the best like i i honestly bar none she's a she's a fave of this show probably will go down as probably one of our fave contestants of all time i would have to say there's no way like she is i mean if they for whatever reason they didn't pick her to be the bachelorette maybe they felt like her personality maybe i I don't know i felt like her personality could carry a show but she's very low-key like you know she's a very deadpan i could see also let's think about the fact she's jewish middle america is mostly like you know their audience their target audience is like middle america christian Mm. so yeah and so the charity pick was you know easy better choice but um but regardless, if they can get her out on the beach, like she's the new hot She's going to be the queen of the beach. She's going to eat them up. But before we get to that, <laughs> she <laughs> obviously, yeah. um, obviously you all know we're fans of her. They mm-hmm. go to the Thai market. Um, they are eating. You could tell homeboy. They have to like have him eat bugs and stuff to calm him down because the entire time that they're on this date, they're just making out. They're talking about their physical, like their chemistry, how like they just are on fire together. Like they definitely are feeling each other. Um, And they, you know, they go to dinner. She does tell him how she's falling in love with him, which in the in the beginning, they said that she did say it, but I guess technically she only said it to her family. So I don't know, because it seems like it was the first time she said it based on his reaction. Yeah, I uh, mean, regardless, but- what he, what something he said that I thought was interesting was that, and I, and I don't know if you've ever experienced it before, where like you're just like you didn't see it at first, like, but then it's yeah. like it's just so obvious when you realize like this person is like hot and like like a huge like. Like, is it like a pick, like a great pick? I think he always knew she was hot. I just think he never like really connected it to being like, wow, and she's interesting. And I could see a future with her and all like all these things. I think he was always like, yeah, Ariel's hot and mysterious. I mean, she's hot, but like, I think she like blossomed a little bit like over the season. Like she kind of like, you know, I don't know if that was a tactic or not, but I feel like she didn't come out like guns a blazing, like hot, no. like, you know, she just kept kind to of herself. Like she was burn. real. She was a real one. And I like that for her. Yeah, you know, totally. Um, yeah. So, I mean, 
they're, you know, they go to a night market. They're having the shows. Sparks are flying, literally, quotes. Literally. Um, and then, you know, they get to the point where she gets offered the fantasy suite. And um, Zach essentially breaks down his no sex rule. And every time, <laughs> it's just the beginning of like the. It gets worse. Like, I feel like this first time he explained it probably the best because he was like explaining why he really wanted it to come from like, you know, I want this to be a special moment just because I want, I don't want to take maybe what could be a special moment away from my future wife and like, you know, whatever. And I feel like he explains it the best this time around because I feel like it just gets worse going along. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, she was surprised. Well, think about it though. Like honestly, you wait all season to get to fantasy suites to just see what could happen. Like when the cameras are not on you behind closed doors. Right. And you know what? I mean, in today's age, it's like, you know, you kind of want to know you have those type of like, uh, that kind the kind of chemistry with someone before, like you are going to accept their, their proposal. Most people like, I mean, teach their own, but you know, I don't know. Maybe, and it's not like he's doing it for like like religious reasons or whatever. He just doesn't right. want the person he picks to have to deal like to live with the fact that he had sex with somebody like. But like, it's not like he wasn't fucking other people before getting on the show. That's that's the whole thing. That's we all what, have a past. That's that's what I'm trying to say is that like this is where he could have just not said it at all. Like, why why do you like, have why? If you're not going to have sex, like say that behind closed doors with someone be like, look, like I really want to do this, but like, you know, I, I, I just feel like it's, it's going to complicate my, my decision-making at the end of this, because you know, it, it really does. Sex does change it a lot as we'll I mean, see. It, it does like literally chemically change things. Yeah. So, I mean, I saw some like some real stuff by the end of this episode, like happening because sex was introduced into this like scenario. So, um, so, you know, I understood what when he was- it was said that it wasn't going to be, I think that's the biggest thing because I think, you know, it could still, but I think the, the putting, making a rule and then whatever is what really in saying it out loud and then making that a standard, I think is what really causes the most problem so weak oh man like uh, to go back on it but and also like i mean how could you be so strong with ariel like i don't know because she was definitely like she definitely kind of made like some jokes about it she's like i respect whatever but like you know she made some jokes about it i think to like make him feel supported and stuff she took it like a g i would say and like honestly like gave him more than she should have given him in the in that situation but you know she definitely you could tell she wanted to, but like they but she respected what he wanted to do and they definitely got steaming, but you know, yeah, I d- mean didn't this, do the do. Th- this episode has to be one of the biggest, like not like the way they edited it. Like I didn't expect all this to go down the way. I didn't it did. expect it to be. I ex- we I think we both thought it was gonna be the Ariel was gonna be the one that he yeah. had sex with, and then Gabby was gonna be the one that was upset Dude, with it. Dude, she for was that. like number three on my list of people like that. Like she was number third. Like, like if it was gonna be someone he was hooking up with this week, I thought it was, it was Ariel. Not Gabby. I thought it was Katie. Gabby was at the bottom of that list. Gabby was at the bottom, but alas. <laughs> 
Less. But so yeah, anyways, they wake up the next morning. She's making jokes about the positioning of how they're sleeping, and he has to clarify that it was sleeping positions, not sexual positions. Because there were the multiple positions. Because, you know, the cameras are on them again. So we're getting a clear indication that they didn't do the um, the hanky panky. So uh, they honestly, you know, I, I, good for him for, you know, at least making it through one round of that. But it's just getting started. So it's just getting started. Yeah. So I mean, I, during that, though. You see a scene where Gabby is looking out her window and she sees them walking. You know, I know. I don't know if they did. She actually see them walking, or did they just edit it together to look like that was, you know? If they edited it, good on them. But I think regardless, like those were the thoughts still going through her head. Right. You know, she's she's in, I, she's comparing herself to the other women. She's com- you know, getting which she's gr- been doing all all this, this entire time. That's yeah. been her. She gets in her head about that kind of stuff a lot. I, I can understand that. that. I could understand that. Right. Um, but you know, uh, so we go into Gabby's day and, uh, you know, they, and what, and they're going to go on their own little private Island and have a day. They go on a private Island. They go on the ship. They're having a great time. I feel like she starts this date with a lot of her personality, like talking about how like her, you know, self tanner might run or like she's sweating and like whatever. They seem like they're having a good time. And then, you know, they get onto the beach and they're chilling and she starts once again, this is like a, a downfall of Zach. She starts to get vulnerable about, you know, how she was getting into her, fe- her feelings the night prior. And it's kind of just explaining her feelings, not blaming anything on him, just being like, you know, this is that. This is how I was feeling. I was feeling a little like, you know, I've had some experiences always being picked second and I just... I got into my head, like very much so taking the onus of being like, I'm get. I was getting into my head last night about how I'm the second fantasy suite date. And like, you know, you know, second just really kind of triggered me, but like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so like, I just, you know, just being vulnerable to be vulnerable. And of course, Zach is all like, well, it's not mind games. I'm not playing mind games with you. And I'm all like, bro, like, could you like, just let her like, I don't explain. think he's playing mind games, but I do. He think- isn't. He isn't. I agree. But she wasn't saying that he was. Yeah. But I do think that there is some like, you know, uh, consideration of like how he's picking things, you know, whether it's like the the order of the roses or the order of. I've heard from I guess Ari responded to something on Bachelor data that sometimes the way that the fantasy suites are aired or not the order that they actually are in. I guess for him, they weren't. And I guess he didn't get to have any, you know, pick of what order they went in. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that's true for all bachelors, all leads or what? Well, I would have to trust that this was the order of. of oh, the, the, the order that I think we saw them in is definitely the order that they happened yeah. just based on what was said and everything and how that all went down. There's just no way you could really edit around that. I mean, you could, I guess, but it doesn't make any sense for them. There would be just so much work in the, behind the scenes of like setting up situations between him and Jesse, but whatever. So, no, I know the order of this has to be what it is, but I'm saying I don't know if he picked that order. But, you know, for her, though, she was picked first for hometowns. So she picked second for this. Like, you know, when she was picked first and then she was worried about that, like then she was having no winning with Gabby right now. Like, you know, I I don't know. I I, I thought maybe this would be probably the best move, like place for her because she didn't wasn't happy being picked first for hometowns. If she was picked last, she would probably go 
crazy or something like that because of having to wait like until to be the end. But um, anyways, he goes and confronts her and um, like consoles her and uh, and they kind of get through it. So yeah, she talks about how she had been cheated on and just kind of explained more of like her feelings and just really once again reassured him reassured him that it didn't have anything to do with him specifically. It was just she was just trying to express her feelings about the situation at hand. Right. So um they go into their dinner portion of the date, like right? Yeah, and she ends up telling him at dinner how she's falling in love with him. He obviously is giddy to hear that very excited um and you know after so like she's already laid her soul bare in multiple ways now and then he's all like thank you for all of this and i'm not gonna fuck and he like kind of explains it in the in a worse way this time around where he's all like yeah so you know fantasy suites this is usually when shit can hit the fan which is all like okay shit hit the fan for you why are you bringing that negative connotation to this date when you don't even know what's going to happen with her. Like, why are you saying that? And then he was like, for that reason, we're not going to have sex. And yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, you're right. Like, it's like, what made you think I was going to have sex with you? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, maybe. But like, what if I don't want to have sex with you? Like, you're not the or one. What if and like Gabby kind of says to the degree of like, OK, well, I didn't really. She's like, you know, I'm kind of like surprised to hear that because I didn't really think. I would potentially be getting engaged to somebody that I haven't had sex with, which I think that's real. Once again, this shows how he is not taking in consideration how there's somebody else at the end of this. Like, it's not just he's proposing to somebody and they're saying yes. Somebody else has to also be like, oh, yes, I agree. This is something I want to do as well, which I think that's where he gets into trouble with this whole rule is because other people, yes, like, Sexual connection and stuff is very important to relationship building and or like commitment for a relationship and thinking that everybody's going to be a okay with you just taking something that might be an important factor for them off the table is just inconsiderate. Yeah, totally. Um, But so what happens? So she kind of says like she's bummed and they kind of like, you know, she's like, but, you know, we'll see. I guess he'll have to just see my skincare routine, whatever, X, Y, and Z. And I then, can tell she's like, you know, they, they get like real hot and steamy and heavy, like, you know, throughout the season. Like, so they start like they're in, she's like, wow, this is a big bed. Um, plenty of room for activity. She seems a little drunk when they get back to their suite. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's probably both of them. And, um, yeah, so they start making out and, you know, then we cut. And we see the light turn off. Yeah, then we get cut to the next morning and they're, see- like, it doesn't seem like there's any indication. It doesn't seem any different because they set up just same with Ariel in the morning. They they do the thing where they show where the clothes, the bathing suits are like whatever they have been wearing. They show like where they end up and they did the same thing for them. So you can't think that you're like, well. They didn't fuck, so maybe they didn't fuck either, and they're just trying to, you know, who's to say, but... Then Zach has an emergency meeting with Has Jesse. an emergency meeting with Jesse because he's like, I have a secret and I can't hold it in. And I'm like, bro. Dude, dude, this is so bad. Like, I'm just like, I, I, I don't want to, like, completely tear into Zach because I'm sure it's, like, a hard position. It's very no, easy to I judge get, from our perspective. I can understand if I want to, like, I can understand 
where he's potentially thinking ahead and being all like, well, what if it, it would it be worse if like I had sex with all of them and then they found out. But I'm like, they and we'll get to it with Katie. But like they it's not like everybody's like a little naive lamb. It's not like this is unknown that that is a potential thing. But whatever. So yeah. he's all I mean, it's it's supposed to be like the, w- mistake number one. Saying that he wasn't going to have sex. Mistake number two, not having sex with Ariel. Mistake number three, <laughs> and not because it was her, but like then having sex with somebody, which ended up being Gabby. So right. these are these are all things that could have been avoided. You could have had you could have had everything and still like you know came out like looking like you know fine and 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 where this is where he's spiraling though that was the mistakes because this is what leads into his final mistake i think um because mm-hmm. i think where it's what's spinning in his head at this moment is not only did he have well there's two things he not only did he have sex which does change like the way you feel and about things and stuff like right. that but he also essentially lied to ariel you know what I'm right. saying? Like, he's like, I'm not going to have sex with people. And he doesn't do it with her and doesn't give like to even open that opportunity with her and then goes and does it like the next day. Um, so there's that. Um, and now, you know, what is he going to say? Not say that to Katie. And because like, obviously it's a, it would be a lie to be like, I'm not going to have sex. If he says that, um, you know, then it's just a full on lie. And, uh, you know, and then if he doesn't say it, it's just like, you know, he completely just looks like a, a jerk that's out here. Just like so he should have just never he should have never made the decorate. He could have saved himself so much trouble if he never made this rule, because the fact that he set these rules is where he because come on. Yeah, he yeah. And then, he's an idiot because Katie because, ends up breaking it down on their date and stuff too. So well, because he decided to, because he thinks that this is the right, because he's so focused on what's the right thing to do. He then, after talking to Jesse and even Jesse kind of is all like, it was right to do for your relationship. Like you shouldn't feel bad about sex, having sex. Like <laughs> Yo, Jesse's like, a real wingman, bro. Like I, I, Jesse's I all like, Jesse. don't feel bad. Why do you feel bad? I told you not to make the rule, but like, but you know whatever and he's all like i have to tell gab i have to tell gabby that i'm gonna tell katie and i have to tell katie and jesse's like good luck like literally <laughs> jesse doesn't give him like any advice on any of that he's just like okay <laughs> do what you gotta do godspeed um, oh, and man. zach goes to gabby and like of course gabby's all excited to see him because they just spent a great night together and also i'm sure she probably feels like he said he wasn't gonna fuck anybody but guess what he fucked me like and so i'm sure she's feeling some kind of way she sees him he sits her down and is all like just so you know i have to go and tell our private moment that was off camera to the other one of the other women that i'm dating who i think everybody inherently knows is the front runner like there's no way that they don't see it. Yeah, I mean, because you know what's what's annoying is probably they discuss like, dude, it'll just be between us. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be like right anybody. because it should be because it's off cameras. It's something that was part but of. But he's their spiraling. He's panicking. He knows what he's he's he, what he's already messed up. Like, you know. Yeah, and I get why he's panicking because he's all like, "Well, I have to say because like, what if this comes out later?" And like, when they see, he's like, "Because I think." He, in his mind, felt like it was better to tell Katie 
because I think he knew he wanted to end up with her. We don't know if he does, but I think if he thought in his head, well, if I end up with Katie and she finds out later, I don't know if like how to deal with that. I think that's what he was worried about. Do you think if he had, what if he had not said, do you think, how could he have avoided, how could he have gone into this last date and, and come out unscathed? I think he could have. I mean, you know, there was no way he was going to be completely unscathed. He could have been completely unscathed. I think he could have, instead of deciding to, I mean, obviously he could have gotten off his stuff off his chest with Jesse, but then I think, I don't think he needed to go to Gabby and say that he was going to go tell Katie this. I don't think he needed to tell Katie anything. I think he could have, I think he could have went into Katie's day, blank slate, just did whatever, and then... Sure, he ended up lying to Ariel then, but and I guess lying to himself, but he ends up booting Ariel anyways because I think part of the reason is because he realized that he lied to her and he's not good enough for her. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, so you kind of, there's two things that I think he could have done better than he did at this point. Like, you know, mm-hmm. let's like, he's already done everything he's done. He's up already to this done point. it. Yeah. yeah, he already made the stupid ass rule. <laughs> yeah, so he, uh, and this is before we even get talking about what he actually did do, but yeah, yeah, uh, we, we're not even at Katie's. Yeah. Yet. So f- number one is what you kind of said is just being like a, a, a thing to the camera or to Jesse being like, look, I told Ariel that I wasn't. And then I did it. You know, Jesse is saying, that's good, man. That's fine. Be like, you know, I'm just not going to put any more expectations on the rest of these fantasy suites. I, I kind of messed up. Right. And that's something I have to deal with with Ariel, you know. Which he should have learned that from Ariel. Even Ariel in her date was all like, I don't put expectations or standards on our dates. Right, right. So mm. yeah, at the mm. end of the day, he would have lied to Ariel but and just look like a weak person, like having sex the next day or whatever. And that just would he would have looked stupid in that sense. That's, That's one. fine. Going into date with Katie and then not saying anything about sex and then maybe having sex with her, too. And then there's the problem is gone. Like, you know, what I'm saying. And it's, then he would if he ends up with her in the end, obviously, he'd be able to tell her nego- tell her he doesn't whatever. Have to tell her anything. He doesn't well, have to tell her anything. If, if he has to for like when it actually airs, like if he actually ends up with Katie, I could see where then, you know, during that time before the show airs, where you would maybe want to have I, that be I, I a mean, discussion. I, I would just say like, I would be like, look, like whatever happened in that fantasy, whether we did or we did not, was the like were reasons why I ended up picking you. And we have this like, you know, that's exactly. in the past now. That was... You know, maybe if this was like in real world or whatever like that, that might be the situation. But there's no reason. And she ends up saying that kind of like afterwards. But yeah, option number two mm. over what he could have done is is go instead of going to. uh, Well, maybe after going to Gabby, going to see Katie at the hotel and before going on their date, talking to her about it. And then giving her like a night to like, you know, think about it. And if she wants to show up the next day to do fantasy suites or whatever like that, give her the option to do that. Instead of ambushing her mid-date. Yes. Before like, they even get the card in her hand. Exactly. So let's let's so, get to her date. <laughs> so let's just talk about the date. Let's talk about Katie's final let's date. Talk, right so Katie's date, you could tell a homeboy is so quiet for the beginning of this date because he's just waiting to drop the fucking bomb. But they, I go feel it. I feel like the tension and 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 all that. Like watching it, I'm like, 
all this dude is thinking about in his head right now. It's like is like when to tell her. Yeah, and, and she's he all did like, Look, like, what do you see? And he's all like, I don't see anything. <laughs> yeah, she's like, Fish. they're kayaking through the swamp. They're having a good time. They stop and like they're listening to a thunderstorm. And like you know, Katie's like, I've always wanted to do this. This is so fun. Oh my god, blah 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 blah. And like. Zach pretty much was like, anyways, I'm happy you're having a great time. Let me ruin it for you. Because, um, so, uh, I made this silly fucking rule. Wait, wait, and then, and then. <laughs> he was like, you can look at me, because she's, like, looking down and stuff. Like, she's not even making eye contact with him at this point, because she knows something's about to I know. Dropped. And he's all like, uh, so I made this silly fucking rule where I wasn't going to have sex with anybody, but I, like, so... <laughs> Uh, and his I voice feel like, changes. Do you hear how his voice is different and stuff? Like yeah, he's gonna his cry. Yeah, voice went up like three octaves. Like <laughs> he was all like, ah, so um, and he's like, and uh, so some things happened, and I d- was intimate with Gabby last night. Like, well, uh, he didn't. He didn't say Gabby. He said I was intimate. Right? He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He name does. Drop. I think he does say Gabby. I don't think he did. I don't think he did because. At because it, it's something that happened at the end of the episode or whatever. Oh well, he well, I thought he. I mean, he has to at least say Gabby at some point because how else would she know? I, I thought he she, did. I because th- I thought he did say Gabby. No, I don't know. I I think. I don't know. I think it was just like she just got it after like because uh, I really don't think she'd want to know who it was. Like, well, I mean, so he tells her, and you know, he's like, and so like I had to tell you. He, he keeps feeling like I had to tell you, you know, I've only asked for honesty from you all during this. So I would only expect the same in return. Yeah, did you have and, sex with anybody while you were on the show too? Like, just be honest right now. And she's like, dude, w- like, what are you talking about, man? Katie like- is upset. And she's like, I, she's like, you know, she's like, and he's all like, I'm sorry. You know, like, take your, t- whatever, like, whatever. And she's all like, bro, like, I'm... <laughs> I didn't need to hear that. I didn't need to like have that. She's like, I know what this week can happen. Like what can happen during this week? I'm not naive to that, but I didn't need like the point blank confirmation from you because yeah, you don't, you're on these dates knowing in the back of your head that he has something with other people. And in this situation could be having sex with other people, but you don't, you don't let that part get to the front that much because you're more focused on your date. But then he had the audacity to make it the focus of their fucking date. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she was like, what did you expect me to say here? Like, you know, like, like whatever you you're saying is what like, I expected. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Your conscience is like. Yeah. Like, thanks for clearing that with me, pal. Like. Yeah, like what what is she supposed to do? Like, you know, like that's what she was asking. Like, what do you what do you want me to do? Like, I don't understand because like I can't obviously like she's like am I supposed to comfort you, brother? Like I, like how am I supposed to be like she keeps saying like I feel really distant from you. Like, I don't totally. know. I mean, what are we supposed to continue this day? Like, it's just like a weird conversation. Like, what what all right. So anyways, you know, it's just like she's a real person. And also, she's probably just, like, really pissed. Like, you know, it's like, damn, right. man. Like, so they end up, like, kind of going their ways to get ready for dinner or something like that. Yeah, he hopes he hopes she's going to come to dinner. She's because, like, I don't know if I can keep doing this. Yeah, she's, like, talking to her producer and stuff, being like, you know, 
pretty much saying what she was saying. She's like, I don't, why did he feel like, why did he have to tell me that? Like, I didn't need to know that. Like, I'm not stupid about what could happen, but like, he didn't need to tell me that. He didn't need to, like, yeah, I don't how know am I supposed a, to know how to feel about it? Is this a trend that, that Clayton started by like having to tell about being in- intimate with two people? Like, I think the thing with, with Clayton is because Clayton told multiple people that he was in love with them. Hmm. That's that's where Clayton messed up is that he he only told he only told Susie that he was intimate with people because she asked him, you know, where his feelings and stuff was with other people. And then when that all came to thing and then when Gabby and Rachel were the only ones left and they're like, where's Susie? And he had to be all like, so anyways, here's what happened because he liked Susie the most. And so he had to tell them then. So that was that was when I mean that. So essentially, Zach was almost about to make the same exact thing that like happened with Clayton. Well, because actually, yeah, something we forgot to mention is like I feel like Zach. I I hope he meant it, but I feel like it was sort of a cop out that like to end his to cap his hard conversation with Gabby before going on Katie's date because you could tell she was pissed that he was about to air their dirty laundry. That he was all like. I am falling in love with you, so I had to tell you. And you could tell, to me, that felt a bit like, I, I want to believe it wasn't a cop-out. I want to believe it was his true feelings. But, like, the timing and how he said it just felt like a little, like, here, let me put a Band-Aid on this while I go I on think, a date with my other girl. I think he might have felt that way. But what happens towards the rest of this night with Katie ends up changing everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like you like sometimes it's just like human nature to so let's let's finish the date with Katie so she comes yeah. down and she takes it like a G and she's like look like I really like you you know let's put that behind us and stuff and he's just so happy yeah and, she she forgives him real quick yeah she's a she's a real one like you know like she's just like you know I get it like I could sit here and be mad about it that you told me stuff that probably I assumed was gonna happen anyway so um so anyways, yeah, so essentially he's just like off the hook. And when that kind of happens to a man, like, I don't know if it's the same for women or whatever, but, you know, it's kind of like you you literally got a second chance. So that yeah. shifts everything. That shifts everything yeah. that happened pr- before this with Gabby. This shifts definitely stuff for Ariel. Um, you know, he can't, you can't have, and then now, then they go into fantasy suites and you don't know whether or not they had sex or not. Because, you know, they probably did, you know, or I I don't know, didn't. I I can't really assume. I kind of feel like they, I mean, well, at the end, it seems like they didn't, but yeah. Yeah. So at this point, if you have sex with Gabby, you can't just send her home, you know? Mm. So Ariel is just kind of like the default, like choice at this point, you know? Yeah, because I mean, because he was, she was, you know, yeah, I mean, he and she left and she left like like she left with such poise such oh, first of all all of them looked beautiful at this rose ceremony i will say i loved all of their dresses um they all looked great they all you know all were coming there with different vibes and i thought you know ariel he, i knew he was going to send ariel home because honestly partially probably cuz he feels guilty and because yeah he can't say that he's falling in love with gabby and then send her ass home so I mean, keeping Ariel would just open up a whole nother box of problems. Like, oh yeah, it would have been it would have been bad. And then, 
But, you know, he gives Katie the first rose and the smirk she has on her face when she gets that first rose. You can tell she knows she's his number one. Like, Yeah, I said that last week, like when she got yeah. picked second. And, yeah. and honestly, this is just kind of a slap in the face for Gabby because she just told you that you picked me. I'm like, that's my biggest like, thing. Is- literally, she she laid she was the one who kind of gets screwed literally the most in this episode because because oh my god she does she gets screwed the most in this episode because not only does she like lay her feelings out on the line she then has to have her private moment with him publicized and like to clear his conscience but then, you know, with no regard to her, and then she gets the second, she gets the rose second, and then his ass is staring directly at Katie when he comes back after walking Ariel out. Like, it's like she's not even fucking there. Yeah, I felt I felt bad for Gabby. Like, all the things he was doing to try to save, you know, face with all the, the rest of the women kind of like is not working for Gabby, you know, and... No, because he doesn't I don't he doesn't seem to care about saving face with her because if he cared about saving face with her, then he wouldn't have gone and been like told her. I mean, the most he did was tell her that he was going to tell her business to somebody else and not even like that. And and do you think anything plays into it? Like, you know, sometimes when you you do have sex with someone and then you just kind of like already did that, like. Mm. The magic's kind of gone. Well, that that sounds like post nut clarity, which is such a man thing. That is such a man Women thing. Women don't go through that. I don't think we go through it as much. I think you guys have it like way more severely. I think for women, like in my case, I guess I, I I've never like felt like that in intense situation, like where it's like, oh, never mind, I'm not interested at all. I might be interested maybe a tad less. Or maybe I was only going after somebody for a specific thing in mind. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. I feel like he, maybe he he felt like, you know, it was a moment. I could see him twisting it in his head also being like, oh, maybe it was just a moment of weakness. Like, you know, and whatever. But I, I don't know. It just it doesn't it doesn't look great. Ariel looked great. She pretty much and she didn't even let him like touch her leg and shit. She pretty much was all like, you know. Thanks for making this so easy for me to be like vulnerable and like, like feel I mean, like she I was, be- she was like rubbing his head and stuff. Like she, she really liked him. Like, yeah, she liked him a lot. And like, you could tell she was hurt, like in her little ride out, like she was hurt because she definitely hasn't let her walls down to anybody in a long time and hasn't felt that way for anybody in a long time. But you could tell, like, you could tell that she like, she's like, I hope I could feel that way. But she was like thankful for her experience with him. Cause I think it did like help her, emotionally grow in her own ways and she was like deuces have a good time like whatever like (laughs) like she's like this sucks but i'm better for it yeah i i really wonder like now i really don't know how this season's gonna end like it could be really be anything at this point i don't think gabby's gonna get picked but katie gets picked then it could turn into a situation where he ends up going for ariel like how many times have we seen this now where it's like you're left with two people and the third, like, the, like, it's just like this week, just somehow like, like, like crumbles, like, like one of your strongest relationships. And you're just like, 
making decisions at the last second, you know, that are probably not like what you really want. Because like, I bet you anything, like he really wanted to keep Ariel there and it just wasn't in the cards for him to look, you know, the best if you picked her. And also like, it just like, he just ruined his chance of getting intimate with her and stuff and like kind of cut her off from that, even having that opportunity and then right. having to explain that to her, you know, it's just a whole nother thing. So Yikes, man. Zach didn't come off great this episode to like go to do all this work, like to try to like do do it by the book and then to just to like fall apart right here. It's just you're just not any different than any of the, <laughs> the bachelors that came before. For um, real. For real. And he thought you could tell he really thought he was doing something special. He really thought he had something going. <laughs> He thought and he was he doing fucked something. It up. He really thought he was doing something. He he, he had us in the first half. <laughs> he did. <laughs> or the first third, oh, I guess. Man. Well, he gave us a good title for this week. So um I mean, yeah. yeah, and then the show ends with a post credit scene of uh Katie getting chased by monkeys, which I thought was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Yeah, like the three like the two girls walk like normally and then like she's just walking normal. I'm like, where is this going? And then the monkey I know, I'm like, like, what is going to happen? And then it's the monkey. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, oh, I really wonder how it's going to go the rest of the season. I have to give it up for the editors for this because they really threw us off the scent of what was actually going to go down this week. So kudos to them because we've gotten pretty good at guessing and they fucking had us fooled. Yeah, so. totally. I mean, uh. I mean, everyone thought it was going to be Ariel that he, yeah. he hooked up with. Because why wouldn't it be? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how she feels about that. She's like, nope, I'm the good one. She's all like, I'm pure. <laughs> She's oh. like, he's not good enough for this pussy, baby. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's our, our episode this week. Um, I'm, I'm excited about seeing what we got. One more episode left. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't seem like they were going to do like any sort of, you know, extended version or anything. I think it's just maybe they still have after the final rose. I don't know. So maybe one or two episodes. I don't know. Like we said, though, usually they do after the final rose with like the final episode. Yeah, usually. So maybe it's a two night event. They didn't say that, right? They didn't say that, though. Huh. Interesting. Well, we'll be here. We'll be we'll be here. Uh, um. Well, uh, anything else going on in Bachelor Nation? Yes. So Bachelor in Paradise, Canada. Um, is going to be kicking off and there's some, you know, American additions to the cast that m we, we know some of them, some of them we don't, mm -hmm. um, they include, uh, Connor, you know, the cat Brennan, uh, who was from Katie Thurston season and also, you know, bachelor in paradise us recently. And then I think you'll uh, have some luck on a different version of that show. Um, I don't know. I just feel like he, I think he'll have better luck with like non American. Non. Yeah, maybe. Because then we've got Chelsea Vaughn, who is one of the like the NYC based girlies. I, I find this surprising that she's going on a Bachelor in Paradise again, but in Canada. Maybe she's trying to find herself like a, a lumber sexual kind of man in Canada. Who's to say? Yeah, those were like the um, only two I really recognized. And then those were the only two, because then there's like a couple more from Thirst uh, from Katie's season, including Courtney, who spells it like court, like the measurement, um, and Austin Tinsley, uh, and then also uh, from Michelle's season, we've got Edward Nahar Narano and Garrett, 
which we know how we feel about Garrett's in these seasons. And then we have from Clayton's season, we have Rihanna and Tessa, which I don't know who, I guess they both were maybe like, uh, night ones, night one going away people. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, interesting to see if what comes of that for, I guess, Connor and Chelsea, just because I could see Connor doing well, maybe in this Chelsea, I kind of don't get the reason for her to be there, but whatever. Yeah. Um, well, uh, anything else? Yes, we have a bit of a leak of charities contestants and um looks like you know right now there's been only 29 that we've seen could be you know all of these guys could be maybe not all of them and maybe more who's to say they look pretty hot um so i you know a lot of them look hot we're getting a decent range in ages i think charity's like what 27 or something yes 27 so we've i'm seeing like 29 33 33, 35, 24. I mean, I don't really like even talking about them until like the season starts. Showing. Some of them look real weird. So we'll have to see. Some of them look real hot though. Well, Good for her. Well, um, what did you guys think of this, this week's episode of the bachelor? Did you think what, what decisions do you think Zach went wrong? What could he have done? Right. What do you, what do you think? Do you think Ariel, Ariel, um, kind of got the short end of the stick or, <laughs> Or not, no stick at all. No um, stick at all. <laughs> uh, what would you have done if you were Katie or or Gabby? Like, I really kind of want to know um, what your guys' thoughts are on this. Like, you know, uh, because I think it's very interesting to see how this all breaks down uh, with, uh, you know, these fantasy suites or sex week, as Zach likes to has coined it. Um, but yeah, I mean, let us know what you think. Also, what, how do you, how do you guys feel about, let us know in the comments, how you guys feel about, uh, Katie, the way she says, sorry, like, yeah, I guess she's from Canada. What? I looked up her Instagram bio because I was like, why is she? I'm like, why have I never heard this accent before? I'm like, is she really from Minnesota or something? And then I looked up her bio and she's in Austin by the way of Ontario. So interesting. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, that kind of like m makes a lot of sense for like her things that like throughout the season that I was seeing that were like. Huh. Interesting. But uh, yeah, I really didn't hear her accent until now. And I was like, oh, well, maybe because sometimes like some like North Midwestern accents can sound a little Canadian. So I've heard, you know, many Minnesotan and Wisconsin accents that sound more like that, too. So mm -hmm. sometimes I feel like I'm a little immune to it. But yeah. Um, yeah. Well, um, yeah, just let us know what your thoughts are in the comments below. We definitely want to interact with you guys doing that. And just another reminder that there's a whole nother show. We're going into another segment of our show right after this. You're just right. seeing this one segment. So if you're interested in that, go check out our podcast, Future Bachelor Podcast, available anywhere you listen to podcasts. You know, Apple, Spotify, those are your main ones. But um, yeah, give us a listen. Give us a, you know, what do they call it there? A subscribe there too? Yeah, subscribe. Yeah, subscribe, you know, leave us a good review. Add it to your library. I think that's technically like, I guess you subscribe on yeah. Spotify too. And the but cool I feel thing like about it is like, you know, on the off, off season, we also do talk about Bachelor like Nation news, but you know, you can just get a bunch of us, you know, even when the show's not on. Just so. yeah, stay with us stay wherever with you us. find us. Yes. We're all, we're everywhere. We're everywhere. We're like so, Big Brother, yeah, but Big Bachelor. So we'll see you guys next week for <laughs> we'll see you guys next week for hopefully what is the finale.
finale of The Bachelor. So, um, <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into what we like to do around here, V, called Quick Hits. What do we got? Selena Gomez stays winning. You know, yeah. honestly, like, she's been through the stupid beef and shit, but... She's out here winning the IG game. She's the first woman to reach 400 million followers on Instagram. That's insane. Yeah, I love that for her. I hate I I I, I hate this for Kylie. Um, you know, actually, it's just like I I really want to know like why why Selena Gomez. She's always been up there as like one of the most followed people. Um, what is it right though? Now- what is it about Selena Gomez that has her being like more than Taylor Swift, more than Kim Kardashian, Kylie well, Jenner? Well, I think it's because she typically has stayed pretty consistent, whether it's been her running her account or somebody else with like the different stuff where like the Taylor Swifts and stuff like have either deleted their account to c- accounts or like totally went blank or did whatever. And she's been out there doing the whole thing. And I think she's just relatable especially in these most more recent years with like her struggles with lupus her like struggles with bipolar her beauty brand now i feel like her beauty brand is more has been going crazy it's like been viral i have some of her shit i like her shit a lot it's actually like really good stuff um and i just think she's like kind of she's spread herself in a lot of different spots so she's getting you know the beauty people she's getting the music people she's getting um she does a lot of different humanitarian efforts she has her whole mental health uh org and stuff too i think she's yeah she's just she's all over she has her like she's got her different shows she's got her own her chef one she's got um the the, the only murders in the building which i love Mm -hmm. Um, but I guess she's the third most followed person on the platform after Lionel Messi with 482 million followers and Cristiano Ronaldo with 562 million followers. Yeah, that's wild. Soccer that's players. And then Selena Gomez. Um, we, we stay standing for Selena. Yeah, no, good for her. Um, what else we got? Um, yeah. So we're getting a good burger too for those who were fans of the good burger with Keenan and Kel. So this is home of the good burger. Can I get your order? Yeah. (laughs) This is, um, this is probably going to be like one of their first times in a long time that they're working on the same project together. They haven't done a lot of things, um, for a while. They were just on Jimmy Fallon and that's where they, um, announced it. Uh, and it's been more than 25 years since the original Good Burger film was released. That's insane. Yeah, I wonder, you know, back then Good Burger was a sketch on all From that. All that, yeah. And um, and I saw Good Burger, I believe, in theaters when it came out. What year did that come out? 1997. Yeah, I, I think I was there for it. So it was like a kid's movie, you know? I wonder if they'll take it in a more, like, adult-themed, like, version of it. I, I hope yeah. they do. Because seeing, like adults do kid things like after so many years it's just like i'd like it to have like a more like darker tone to it or more yeah i mean i would think because it would it's still probably going to be funny but i would hope that you know like if saturday night live took it over as opposed to nickelodeon taking it right right i mean yeah because that sort of is you know that was the pipeline it was like the all that to you know snl sort of situation so Mm -hmm. kind of like growing up with them yeah i mean they Um, had keenan and kellen between that too so Right. Um, True. Yeah, that's awesome. Can't wait to see that. Um, anything else? 
Uh, a jury convicted three of the murder of Triple X Tentacion. Been a long time since we've said that name on this podcast. That's for sure. That's like an OG. That's like a deep cut yeah. is us figuring out how to say. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. Triple um, X Tentacion. So um, I guess three men were found guilty of first degree murder for the 2018 um, killing of him. Uh, when he was shot outside of South Florida motorcycle shop while being robbed. Um, um, so it was Michael Boatwright, Dedrick Williams, and Trayvon Newsom were convicted, also convicted of armed robbery. Um, and I guess I don't really know how long their sentences are going to be, but. Um, well, I'm glad uh, there's closure but, in that, so. So crazy, crazy, crazy stuff that, that that's something that when we started the show five years ago, 2018, that's when all that was happening. Um, and, uh, you know, here we are. Wow. Crazy. You can't say we don't give you guys updates. <laughs> you can't say. <laughs> um, what made you go yikes this week, V? This is a sad yikes, honestly, because um, it's about Amanda Bynes was placed on psychiatric hold after she was found roaming the streets naked and alone um, in downtown L.A., um, which I feel like she has gone through the ringer. I feel like she had like some recent high points where we felt like she was coming back. But I, I think, you know, I feel bad for Amanda Bynes because she really rose to fame in the Nickelodeon machine I mean, under we were Dan just talk- Schneider. We we're just talking about uh good burger you know yeah, and that's all she came from the same show she came from all that she, she was had another her own one show. that got her own show from um all that and stuff so and she you know then was in a lot of like teen movies and things like that but Drake then and josh came from that show i believe yeah a lot of stuff came from it yeah and but like dan schneider is known to be like a freak and a bad dude to a lot of like you know these young kids that were on the network which, uh, which like Janet, Jeanette McCurdy, who was on iCarly, has talked a lot about in her book a bit. Um, but so I, I wonder if like any of this has really helped with poor Amanda Bynes' downfall. But I don't know. I think I, I think a lot of it too is just being introduced to that Hollywood life when at such a young age, like young you've seen age. It time and time again. They get involved in drugs and stuff. And I thought she was on the up and up, but I thought she was too. So it's, it's sad to see. So, yeah, you know. these, I mean, she was like one of the people kind of like a Britney situation where they were trying to put her in a uh, conservatory. Or con- yeah. Yeah. Conservatory ship or what is it? Yeah. Conservative, conservative ship. We, you guys know what we're talking about. Yeah. But um, yeah, that is sad. So um, hopefully everything's all right with her. Uh, v, I do want to know something, though. Uh, I- yeah. What are you watching? So, uh, I finally, now the full, both ends of the season of uh, You are out, so I finally decided to start um, this most recent season, season four of You, and I've been liking it. It's definitely a different take than the previous season, season three, um, but... Um, I feel like it's kind of going more back to it's interesting how it's like taking parts of like the first two seasons um, and it, then also kind of like more of like a mystery element. So uh, I'm only like a couple of episodes in, but I'm, I'm excited to see more of that. And then I did, as I promised, I've watched Ted Lasso, the first episode they drop every week on Apple TV, which I like. Um, 
And I even got Jenny's ice cream is doing like a special flavor. It's called Biscuits with the Boss based on Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. I even got the ice cream. Right. I'm, 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 I'm locked in, okay? <laughs> I'm locked in. I'm locked and loaded, and I love it. Um, right. Was it good? Oh, yeah. I loved it. Do you, so you have Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus? Yeah, Apple I have Apple Plus. TV. Um, have, you, have you watched uh, that, what is it called? Uh, uh, Severance yet? No, I need to. Dude, you I need gotta to finish. Watch. Emily Dickinson is on there too, and I haven't finished that. And you know, I love a little, a little gay girl writer. My yeah. my girl, um, Haley Steinfeld plays her. So you should definitely check out Severance. Recommend yeah. the hell out of that show before season um, but, two comes. But, but sorry. Yeah. What have you been watching? <laughs> well, um, I said earlier in the show, Scream 6, definitely recommend going out and seeing that if you can in theaters. It's just like a new, it's just something, it feels like something new, but I feel like also what they're doing is really leaning into that requel, you know, mm. where, you know, people don't really like a full reboot. So you kind of, and they also like, it's not just like a sequel to it. Like you have to do kind of like a reboot sequel where you include legacy characters and all that stuff. So they do a great job so far of like, and Scream 5 is like really parallel to the things that kind of happen in Scream 1. So it's kind of like a new retelling version of it with like, if that continues from the original, but it's kind of like the same kind of themes. And then I feel like Scream 6 did the same thing with what it like taking it being a sequel to scream five taking it from th- themes of scream two um that was really hard to get out like there's a lot of like you say scream one more time scream, <laughs> scream. um so <laughs> yeah uh definitely recommend watching it i love it i um you know i'll probably see it multiple times so yeah check that out um there's this new show on netflix that actually is really good i'm a huge fan of that survival show alone and mm. um, essentially people go out into the wilderness and they have to like like make it as long as they can. Ten people are out there and whoever is the last one to stay surviving in the wilderness um, ends up winning the money. This one is kind of crazy, though. They break into camps and like there's no rules, really. Like, I mean, besides just like killing somebody, you can go over to someone's camp and like steal their shit. And like you can like link up and make alliances with other camps or like trade like go like and try to go and see if mm. you can go into their camp or people steal people from there. And so whoever oh the God. last team, it's it's really cool. Whoever the last team is, they have to stick together and make it to the end, like this race and stuff. But um, I definitely recommend it. It's on Netflix. It's called Outlast. So uh, check that out. Uh, but V, why don't we get into our slapper of the week? Slapper of the week. This song slaps. <laughs> yes, yes. This week's slapper of the week yes. comes from uh, the gorillas and one of the biggest stars on the planet, Bad Bunny. Uh, I uh, I was hanging out with Andy for St. Patty's Day on Friday. Obviously, I don't drink, but uh, you know we were just enjoying the holiday after work. So. Um, well, he worked. I didn't. Uh, anyways, uh, you know, so there, <laughs> there he was uh, playing music, and it, I was like, "What is this?" And I like this. The song is called "Tormenta." By, I love this song. Yeah, you've heard it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So yeah, I I think it's a great song, and I was like, "Who sings this?" He's like the Gorillas. I'm like, "What?" It's it's kind of crazy how far the Gorillas have come since they like when I first heard them. There was Clint Eastwood, um, when I was a kid, and now they're doing like you know reggaeton songs with like Bad Bunny, and this is just it was just be it's a pretty song. So uh, yeah. check it out. 
on the Future Bachelor podcast playlist on Spotify, uh, Tormenta by Gorillas featuring Bad Bunny. V, do you have any shout outs this week? Yes, I, you know, obviously shout out to the bride to be Taylor Marie mm. um, from her shower. I wanted to <laughs> shout out um, the Pates, David, Katie, and their little boys, Walker and Johns. Um, love them all. Um, I wanted to shout out. I wanted to shout out your girlfriend Sam. Um, love her for that. For she hooked me up with a a good boba wreck, so we love that. Um, and then I wanted to shout out my boyfriend Sean. Okay. So, okay. Uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to the homie Ray for being my movie buddy and, um, you know, get me out sometimes and just being able to catch up with him and stuff. I, I, I love the boy. He's getting a lot of shout outs these days, but there's a lot of good movies. So shout out to you, buddy. All right, that's uh, that's about it this weekend. Uh, I mean, for this week of this episode, and uh, I'm just excited. Like you know, we've come to a close of another one. Uh, v, do you have any plans for the weekend? Yeah, um, this weekend on Saturday morning, I'm doing a quick trip back to Chicago to uh, celebrate another bridal shower for my friend Nicole. Um, so I'll be in and out of the Chicagoland area there really quick this weekend. But yeah. Wow. So you're like flying in, doing Saturday night stuff, flying back out on Sunday? No, I'm flying in, doing stuff on Saturday, meeting up with some of my friends. The shower's on Sunday, oh. flying out early Saturday, a Sunday, a Monday morning. Wow. I'd be, I'd be doing those like 5 a.m. Monday flights. That's like what I, where I'm at. Wow. Um, good for you. Uh, well, I'll be seeing John Wick 4 this weekend. So I heard it's like one of the best action movies ever created. Really? Um, yeah. We didn't actually talk about it, but that dude, uh, I forgot his name, Lance something. He's in that movie, the black dude. That's like the, the front desk guy at the, at the hotel. He passed away this last weekend. Oh, Lance so. Raddick or Reddick or whatever his yeah. name is, something um, like that. He was just in the the new Resident. Yeah, Evil we forgot to talk too. about that, but but um, yeah. So I'll be checking that out. I'm very excited. Love John Wick Lance so much. Reddick, yes. Um, so. Uh, R.I.P. Him. R.I.P. Him. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. And probably filming some more stuff with the acting crew. So, getting into all that this weekend. But that'll do it for this episode of your favorite podcast, Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. I'm Veronica. And we love you. Deuces. Bye. Future Bachelor Podcast.